What's up? How are you doing today? This is Jonathan Smith, your host here at the Shooting the Schmidt podcast. And I thought we'd have some fun today and do a little NBA segment where we're going to answer the question of who is the worst number one option in the NBA. I've got a few names that come to mind, but first, double B, Bruce Buffer. Thank you, Bruce. Here we go. Now, to make this fair, I have set this rule for myself where we are going to exclude all of the rookies, okay? So, Cade Cunningham, not an option. Jalen Green, not an option because not only are these guys young, but the underlying idea of this segment is to identify the franchises that currently have no hope on their roster, right? Like, they look at their roster, and they're like, we've had this guy... For two or three years, he hasn't blossomed at all. I don't know what we're going to do. I hope we get lucky in the lottery. So yeah, that's really kind of the underlying idea here. here. Which team has no hope? And there are two two teams here that come to mind. And those teams are the Washington Wizards and the Orlando Magic. Now we're going to start with the Wizards because I do think that they're the winner of this segment. Kristaps Porzingis is currently the best player on that roster. Bradley Beal... Is hurt, and let's be honest, when Bradley Beal was playing this year, he wasn't that great anyway. So yeah, this Washington Wizards team has absolutely no hope, right? They get rid of a guy in Spencer Dinwiddie right before the trade deadline who, as a Mavericks fan, I absolutely love now. You know, they traded away a guy who really cares, right? That's the thing that pops with Spencer Dinwiddie. He's a guy who truly cares about winning and is willing to do whatever it takes, right? He's a guy who wants to be a leader, which I think is rare. Now, I don't obviously, I don't think he's a good enough player to be a leader, but at the same time, it's nice to have a guy in the locker room like that, especially when you have a young star like Luca, who maybe, you know, mature-wise isn't ready to be a leader. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Spencer Dinwiddie. We're here to talk about the best player on that roster as of right now, and Kristaps Porzingis. And I'll be honest, the best part of the Mavericks trading Porzingis is getting on Twitter and seeing upset Washington Wizards fans that are on there asking why Kristaps Porzingis doesn't post up. And as a guy who has watched countless hours of agonizing Kristaps Porzingis in a Mavericks jersey, I will, I'm here to tell you, Washington Wizards fans, if there are any out there listening, it's because he can't. Okay, Kristaps Porzingis cannot post up in any way, shape, or form. So here's what Kristaps Porzingis is, who is currently the number one option with Bradley Beal out down there in Washington. He is a stretch five that can kind of score him one-on-one if you need him to. But here's the thing. He's not a very good stretch five because he's only shooting 29% from three on the season. So, yeah, he's just all bad. There is no good. He doesn't rebound great. He used to be a good defender. I don't know what happened. I guess he quit playing defense when he quit making his threes. But, yeah, it's rough. Like I already said, he's got no post game. He doesn't have a great handle, so it's not like he's like a unicorn like Chet Holmgren is at Gonzaga where he can really handle the basketball and go by guys. He also doesn't pass the ball very well. He's only averaging like two assists a game. He's only shooting 45% from the floor on the season, which isn't too, 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 too terrible when you consider how many shots he takes from the outside. But man, it is just rough. He, there's just no hope in Washington. You know, they're, 
you know, in the in the 11th spot right now out in the West. So it's not like they have super great odds to land Jabari Smith, Paulo Bencaro, or Chet Holmgren, or anybody like that. Their best player is only averaging 19 points a game on the season. Kristaps Porzingis also can't stay on the floor. I mean, it is just a bad time to be a Washington Wizards fan. But has there ever been a good time to be a Washington Wizards fan? I think that's a fair question. So yeah, um, the Wizards, probably the winners of this you know, segment or whatever with the worst number one option in the NBA as of right now. But there is a close second, in my opinion. Maybe he's number one. I guess, you know, you guys will have to tell me what you think. But the Orlando Magic, currently their number one option is Cole Anthony, who's only averaging like 17 and a half points a game. But here's the thing, like he's still young. It's only his second year in the NBA. So I don't want to be too, too hard on him. And his shooting splits are basically the exact same from last year, which is kind of concerning. He's shooting 34% from three, same as last year. You know, he's done a better job at setting up his teammates this year. I will say that. You know, he's averaging about an assist and a half more a game at like just under six. And the hard thing for me with this is I do like Cole Anthony. I love his fearlessness in late game moments. The interviews after he hits game winners are top tier. Okay, like I want him to hit a game winner every game so I can see him do the Yia thing or whatever he did last year. But man, if you're a Magic fan, you really got to hope that Jalen Suggs ends up being a stud because Cole Anthony is not it. Does not look like a number one option. He feels like the same guy from last year. His averages are just a little bit better because he plays five more minutes a night this year. And man, it's rough. So those are, I think, undoubtedly the top two options when we look at the rest of the NBA. You know, I mentioned the Rockets and the Pistons, but look, like their best players right now are rookies. So, you know, we're just kind of, we're going to exclude them, you know, Jalen Green and Kate Cunningham, even though they're both playing much better in the second half of the season. When we look at the Thunder, I mean, their best player is, you know, Shea Gilgis Alexander, who's an incredible player. He was a borderline all-star this year, so not really going to worry about them. I love De'Aaron Fox with the Kings. They also have Sabonis, so you know they don't really compare to Porzingis and Cole Anthony. The Trailblazers, you know, D- Damian Lillard's hurt right now, so it's a lot of the Simmons kid, you know, um, and Anthony Simmons. You know, he's averaging 17 points a game this year, but he's just, you know, he's young. You know, I believe he's he's a rookie as well, so. You know, I'm, we're going to exclude him, kind of like I said at the start. Actually, no, he's not a rookie. He was drafted in 2018. That's on me. Never mind. The Portland Trailblazers are officially a contender for this category. Let's look at Anthony Simmons here. So in about 30 minutes a game, he's averaging 17 points. He's had a couple games where he's really kind of popped, and like you know, he had the 40-point game earlier in the season. Only averaging like four assists a game, and I think it's one of these things where you know, he's just averaging a lot of points because he's far and away the only guy on their team who can score. I mean, like, there's just, there's no one else. You know, Nurkic, not really a one-on-one scorer. Nasir Little, no. Ben McLemore, no. I mean, I'm going down their roster here. There's no one who can score in one-on-one scenarios. Josh Hart, love him to death. Think he's a winning player. But no, he's not. No, sorry. No, not a one-on-one guy. So, yeah, and Anthony Simmons, Definitely also, you know, um, an option here. But, you know, the Trailblazers, they have Damian Lillard, right? When he comes back, you know, it seems like he still wants to be there. So, you know, they aren't hopeless. They're just waiting on Damian Lillard to come back from injury. So I wouldn't, you know, put them on the same level of of hopelessness as the Magic and the Wizards. And then, you know, 
The Pacers, you know, their best players, you know, Buddy Heald and Tyrese Halliburton, both those guys can score. Tyrese Halliburton playing much better this year since being traded to the Pacers. And he's been awesome. The Knicks, Julius Randle, you know, I know the Knicks are underachieving this year, but you know, I would take Julius Randle over Cole, Cole Anthony or Kristaps Porzingis in a heartbeat. Would not take me long to make that decision. So yeah, those, those are the two, two guys. So who would you rather have, Cole Anthony or Kristaps Porzingis? I think I'd rather have Cole Anthony because he can at least distribute a little bit. Kristaps Porzingis, you know, he's a stretch five who can't shoot and doesn't take great shots, and he's seven foot three, and he can't post up, and he doesn't pass the ball very well. So yeah, Cole Anthony, still young, so you know I can at least talk myself into maybe he develops into like a number two option or something. And you know, look, most you know young players improve their jump shot the longer that they're in the league, so you can talk yourself into that angle of it. So I think that the answer here, the worst number one option in the NBA, is Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah, he's uh, it's it's rough if you're a Washington Wizards fan. I, I feel bad for you. So that's gonna do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. I'll be back for you tomorrow with another take.